Welcome, every one of you out there. Here we are at the table at the King James Bible Prophecy Church. From Harriet, Benzie, Bo, and myself. And here in 16, we're going to go from everything from having the uh, uh, unprofitable children. Um, and the wicked aren't going to be spared because they're the majority, etc., and uh, the the wrath and the mercy come out of the hand of the Lord. And the wicked will not be hid in the last days. Even though uh, the Lord's works are unsearchable, he gives us plenty of insight into the last days. And this 16 will do that. It will go right into prophecy about God's judgments in the last days. Here in 16 in Ecclesiasticus, in the wisdom of Sharak, verse 1, Desire not a multitude of unprofitable children, neither delight in ungodly sons. Okay? So it's not the amount of children you have. It's not the uh, whether it's a man or a woman or tall or short. What is it then? Do they fear the Lord? That's the whole balance right there. If they don't fear the Lord, you're in for big, a big ride here, folks. And uh, here they're talking about that, the unprofitable children. We're not talking about pick and shovel and a plow here. We're talking about with the things of God. Okay. And two, it says, though they multiply, rejoice not in them except... The fear of the Lord be with them. So, all right, there you go. That's he said. What, 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 what uh, exactly? What he means there. And three, it says, trust not thou in their life, neither respect their multitude, for one that is just is better than a thousand, and. Better it is to die without children than to have them that are ungodly. And that gets taught right in the New Testament also. You know, um, then there's the spiritual offspring. And Christ himself said, if you're a eunuch, don't, don't pine away over that. Okay? Because you're, you can still make the spiritual seed, and that's what's most important and really, when you get an ungodly child, that's going to be very painful, okay, to be around, to be with, to watch them, to watch them go down in their stupidity, okay, all that. In four, it says, for by one that hath understanding shall the city be replenished, but the kindred of the wicked shall speedily become desolate, folks. Desolate, period. All right, so again, the fall of the wicked's coming. Uh, the Lord said that he'd let it grow and grow and grow. And if you have eyes to see, that's happening out here. Um, it doesn't matter who tries to justify everything that's going on in the world. And long before their uh, so-called World War III broke out here, uh, the world was in free fall. 
It just was a spiritual free fall. And there is a trick and a trap and a lie. The lies are just falling out to ignorant Christians all over the place that don't know the Bible. They hunt and peck and they have these Antichrist Bible versions. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh, even uh, things where they border on some truth, they won't get the big picture. Uh, the, the One of the biggest reasons for all that, uh, I'd say the biggest reason, is their Antichrist Bibles. Those Antichrist Bibles that came out of the occult, um, Pergamos and uh, Ptolemy were both financed by Alexander the Great, the big Antichrist figure, and they're both cursed, and those Bible versions came out of that, <laughs> out of a curse. All right, so how are you going to get the Holy Ghost out of the doctrine that is cursed, folks? There you go. There's my take. Five, it says, Many such things have I seen with mine eyes, and mine ear hath heard greater things than these. Six, it says, In the congregation of the ungodly shall a fire be kindled. And in a rebellious nation, wrath is set on fire. Okay, so there might have been minor places in the history in the wicked eagle prophecy that we see in Second Esdras. We went through that. Um, anybody that doesn't know what that's all about, we've been through it several times on all these podcasts. Uh, go back there to Second Esdras. Uh, it's on um, Podbean is the quickest way to do that. It's a clear signal. It's a good signal. It's good advertising in there, and it's easy to scroll back and look at the uh, Wicked Eagle prophecy. Now that harmonizes totally with the four layers of the prophecies in Daniel. Daniel had the vision. Nebuchadnezzar had the vision of the four great empires. Well. Alexander the Great was surely one of them, 330 B.C. That was the start of the Greco-Roman part of the Wicked Eagle slash Daniel prophecy of world government. Okay, so the wrath is coming on uh, the ungodly and their nation, their family. It's going to be set on fire here, folks. The uh, Holy Ghost is going to knock them out, okay? Now in 7, uh, you harmonize this with uh, Genesis 6, 4. It says, He, that's God Almighty, Jesus Christ, was not pacified towards the old giants who fell away in the strength of their foolishness. Okay. Again, they worshipped the sun and the moon and the stars. They were satanic. They were bloodthirsty they were carnivor carnivorous of other humans and uh, drank the blood. And uh, they had perfect astrology and building techniques, though. And they were great in war. They're all through the Bible and all through Enoch and all through Jaser. And really in every mythology on earth. The proud giants and they perished. Um, most of them in the flood were, but the rest of them, they, the fallen angels restarted up their 
sex with human beings after the flood and uh, bred more of them, and they died in other fashions, and there's still some of them uh, that will be coming back for the last days, like the days of Noah. That's what Christ said. In 8, it says, Neither spared he the place where Lot sojourned, but abhorred them for their pride. Okay? Now look here. He gave you the flood, and he gave you Sodom and Gomorrah, and that's exactly what Christ said for us to look at when it comes to this cleansing of the world with the spirit of the fire of the Holy Ghost. In 9, he says, he pitied not the people of perdition who were taken away in their sins. 10, and this is going to Numbers 14, 15, and 16, 10, and 20, 51. Now, nor the, let's see, in 10 here, nor the 600,000 footmen who were gathered together in the hardness of their hearts. 11, and if there be one stiff-necked among the people, it is a marvel if he escape unpunished. For mercy and wrath are with him. He is mighty to forgive and to pour out displeasure, period. Okay, so there the uh, Father, Son, Holy Ghost uh, will punish and will forgive both. 12, it says, as his mercy is great, so is his correction. Also, he judgeth a man according to his works, period. And we, our faith gives us the good works. We're not saved by those works. Works without faith, that's dead. And faith without works, that's dead. The two things work together, don't do they not, folks? 13, it says, The sinner shall not escape with his spoils, and the patience of the godly shall not be frustrate. Okay, so we're taught to be patient here as we grow, as we're waiting on Christ. Um, he's going to make the crooked straight, and he's being patient for the uh, fruit, his favorite fruit his jewels here on earth. 14, it says, Make way for every work of mercy, for every man shall find according to his works. So we must have mercy on others. 15, it says, The Lord hardened Pharaoh, that he should not know him, that his powerful works might be known to the world. And we know to go back to Exodus for that. 16, his mercy is manifest to every creature, and he hath separated his light from the darkness with an adamant, okay? Or uh, in uh, the uh, Greek here from the translators, or strong petition, partition, okay? All right, and uh, in the occult, they believe in mingling evil and good, and you balance those out, and that gives you the force. You balance light with dark. They call it the dark light or the mingled forces, etc. And that's that's their doctrine, and you see how much different 
God's doctrine is they a war against each other. 17. Say not thou, I will hide myself from the Lord. Shall any remember me from above? Question mark. I shall not be remembered among so many people. For what is my soul among such an infinite number of creatures? Question mark. Yeah, that's the talk of the fool. It sure is. There's a lot of foolishness out here, folks. I'm telling you, you get in the Bible and you turn around and you listen to these people of the so-called cloth and you're just amazed at the treachery uh, and the, because uh, they're using the Antichrist Bibles, the ones that came from the occult, occultists, from, from uh, the Antiochus slash Alexander the Great Ptolemy occultists and, uh, they could no more make good fruit than they could create the sun and the moon. All right, they just don't. And so you got that evil fountain of Satanism flowing, and they call themselves Christian, and they're here to pollute. And uh, this kind of talk is there, uh, and this is logical to the uh, atheist swine out here too. Oh, well, no one sees me. God don't see me. When's he coming back? He says he's coming. I don't believe that. Anyway, 18. Behold the heaven and the heaven of heavens, the deep and the earth, and all that therein is shall be moved when he shall visit. Folks, that right there went straight to the end times. The heaven of heavens is the third heaven. The deep, that's beneath the, the earth, it's beneath the firmament of the earth, under the water and down into hell. And so there's the three heavens above, and the third heaven is in the north star, and that is God's throne. First Kings 8.27, Second Chronicles 6.18, and Second Peter 3.10, according to the translators. The mountains also and foundations of the earth shall be shaken with trembling when the Lord looketh upon them. That's the second coming again, folks, described over and over, all through the Bible, there it is. 20. No heart can think upon these things worthily, and who is able to conceive his ways? Question mark. And that's why it's such a beautiful gift to have the doctrine here in front of us to help us to try to do that even though we know we're going to fall short sure we do but it's fun trying ain't it 21 it is a tempest which no man can see for the most part of his works are hid okay so we do see some we look through that veil darkly but and we have the the gift of the doctrine but still it says here in this straight english most of his works are hid whose works christ's works 22 who can declare the works of his justice or who can endure them there's two good questions question mark for his covenant capital c is afar off 
and the trial of all things is in the end. How about that? That's going to, here in 22, the number of uh, chapters there in the book of Revelations, we just went to the trial of all things, and that is the uh, second coming, folks. 23, it says, He that wanteth understanding will think upon vain things, and a foolish man erring imagineth follies. So here, what is imagination? It's a wicked conspiracy within your heart to do evil. You imagine that. It's in Satanism, okay? Used over and over, and it's never good. It's always evil in the Bible, the real Bible. Okay, and uh, the vanities are the earthly, worldly things from things that don't really matter all the way down to idolatry, earthly things. In 24, it says, My son, hearken unto me, and learn knowledge, and mark my words with thy heart. Okay. 25, I will shew forth doctrine in weight and declare his knowledge exactly, period. How about that? How about that? Notice the doctrine, folks. Uh, the doctrine is the written word, and it's written on your heart also. And the more studying you do, the more it is written on your heart. Yeah, the doctrine of Jesus Christ. 26, the works of the Lord are done in judgment from the beginning, and from the time he made them, he disposed the parts thereof. How about that for talk about the works of the Most High, folks? In 27, he garnished uh, his works forever, and in his hand, are the chief of them unto all generations. They neither labor nor are weary, nor cease from their works. How about this for the spiritual world and the works of God? How about that? In 28, the number of generations from David to Christ... None of them hindereth another, and they shall never disobey his word, <laughs> that all-powerful word. And you and I are reading his words that were given to us. What a gift. And notice how his works are all pulling this wagon in the same direction here, folks. They're not pulling in different directions. There's no yin and yang to this. That's for the occultist. That's for the Satanist. That's for the dark, light, Lucifer doctrine. In 29, after this, the Lord looked upon the earth and filled it with his blessings. And he did that for us, folks, for his chosen. All right. With all manner of living things hath he covered the face thereof, and they shall return into it again. So that's back dust to dust, folks. Okay, uh, 
this is quite an expose of the works of God Almighty, those unsearchable works, okay? But yet here we are looking at these uh, proverbs, and we're peering into some of those. Notice how a lot of these works went right to his future works, like the uh, Judgment Day at the end, and uh, he went back into the history some with the old giants. Uh, they were, like I said, steeped in the astrology religion, okay? And so he went through all that. This is a powerful little 16 chapter here, 30 verses. It's uh, filled full of knowledge here. So we're going to get this up to everybody here, and uh, we're going to uh, continue plugging away at this. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it as we are here at the table. Um, we're going to continue on the Sunday thing on the same subjects again, so I see people are enjoying that. So, hey, everybody, I will catch you on the rebound.